Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome to this Cricket Badger India vs England daily podcast by the fans for the fans. Virat Kohli's India with Rohit Sharma, Jaspreet Bumrah and Ravi Ashwan and young starlets like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill. They play host to Joe Root's England with Jimmy Anderson, Ben Stokes, Stuart Broad and young talents like Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. It's always England's toughest tour. Good luck to both sides. May the best team win. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Test Match Daily. Seen a really fascinating day's play today. Test cricket at its best, I thought. I've thoroughly enjoyed day two in the fourth Test Match in Ahmedabad. And to help me talk about all of that and more, it's Naman Shah and Raj Yadav. Raj, let's start with you from an Indian perspective. I described it, I was on a commentary today, and obviously six sessions gone in this Test Match so far. I thought England won probably the first two sessions today. But the problem for England is they lost all three yesterday and then they really lost the final session so in football terms India are 4-2 up Absolutely in fact you know when yesterday's days finished you know we realised that you know England were not that good with the bat but now when India came to bat today in the morning especially in the first session and the second session we realised that it's not easy to bat on on these conditions especially if you have a fast bowler you know who's doing a lot from an Indian standpoint you know India lost the first two sessions and were in a precarious position but the last session you know it was absolutely riveting to watch from an Indian standpoint especially to watch Rishabh Pant bat that way that he batted also Sundar you know Sundar has the technique and composure of a top order batsman and they showed that after GABA that GABA was not just a one-off day where they could perform but they consistently performed for the team and bailed us out from this precarious situation and the World Test Championship Finals was at stake and after session two you know uh, things were not going India's way and the way these two batted was absolutely beautiful to watch in England you know, was just, I think, a bowler shot in these conditions. Yeah, we'll talk about the team selection for England a little bit later, but Rishabh Pant, it goes down as Rishabh Pant's day. Um, It could even be named 5th of March 
could become India's Rishabh Pant day because it was a terrific knock from him. In England, we talked a lot about Ben Folks and Joss Butler and India have had a similar kind of discussion, haven't they, with Vidamin Sahar and Rishabh Pant. Sahar, probably the better keeper, although Pant's much improved. And even as recently as the first test match in Australia, Sahar had the gloves for India, but then Rishabh Pant's taken them on, obviously performed really well during that series in Australia and he's just kind of hit the ground running again against England and that was a performance to me today Raj that it was somebody coming of age a little bit he looks like I mean he's always had prodigious talent he's always been one of my favourite players to watch but that was a very intelligent knock today he played the match situation he had fairly solid defence he kind of curbed his natural instincts to attack early on and then against that that new ball when England had really put a lot of eggs in that basket of you know polishing England India off with that new ball he attacked counter-attack that little paddle reverse paddle sweep over the slips off Jimmy Anderson was just a joy to watch it was a terrific knock audacious audacious, audacity is the word which comes to the mind when you see the shot reverse sweeping Jimmy Anderson like that but uh, coming to the Pan Saha debate you know I was always of of the opinion that you know Pant was sort of a generational talent that you need to take care and nurture properly we all know that you know Saha is a better wicket keeper than Rishabh Pant and Saha is a better glovesman like you mentioned you drew a similar analogy between uh, Ben Fox and Josh Butler. But you know, Rishabh Pant and Josh Butler, you know, these are kind of players you can who can turn the test match into a session uh, t- test match into its head in a session's time. And that's what Rishabh Pant did uh, today in this test match. The first two t- sessions went in Dylan's way, and you know, there came Rishabh Pant, you know, with his uh, flamboyance or raw talent that he had at his disposal to take this game a little away from England and give that give India that competitive lead. There is only one thing that I hold against Kohli and his men uh, since the last four years was ever since Kohli took over the captaincy beaten from Dhoni. Uh, he was pretty much spot on with his tactics and uh, captaincy in almost all the games. But the one thing which a little bit bothered me was the team selection that uh, this Kohli and Shastri's duo did in some of the test matches and one such selection errors which I did not like was you know not sticking with Rishabh Pant because the, I, we agree that you know uh, Ridhiman Saha is a better glovesman than Rishabh Pant but you know Pant's wicket keeping is only going to improve and had they played him in, in conditions for a year where they preferred Saha maybe you know Pant would have had two more test match centuries but hindsight is hindsight and better late than never and Rishabh Pant is getting his due now. I've got two Indian badges on the podcast today so I'm going to play the role of the England badger um, in terms of our discussion today and I totally agree with you and I I think I'd love to see Joss Butler take a a look at how Rishabh Pant played today because if there's one criticism I have of Joss Butler and he has started to convince me in terms of his ability to take that role he's not as good a keeper as Ben Folks but I think he's improved as a keeper in, in the same way that Rishabh Pant has but just to look at how Rishabh Pant played today and the fact that Rishabh Pant at times doesn't curb his natural instinct to attack. Because I think my issue with Joss Butler is he's been picked on potential for so long because of what he might do and what he's done in white ball cricket, but very, very rarely does in the test arena. And we've seen today how Rishabh Pant has turned the game around by playing sensibly to start with, but then actually opening up and being really attacking. We have hardly ever in the test match arena seen Joss Butler play that that 
second part of that equation. He's played quite dourly, quite defensively. And that's why Naman, sometimes when you know we talked about this series and you, I've heard you and uh, and a few others talk about how India are scared of Joss Butler. I don't know why, because Joss Butler has never played that kind of Rishabh Pant style innings in a test match. He's been quite sedate, really. I'd love to see Joss Butler look at how Rishabh Pant batted today, Naman, and actually try and bring that into his game a little bit more because he's capable of doing it. But as I say, it's always been how potentially he might do it, not how he has done it. Yes, I agree there, James. But I only feel that if you keep playing George Butler, especially away from home, also, uh, especially in uh, Asian conditions, I feel he might change his game. Uh, you won't see Rishabh Pant playing such kind of innings in England. Uh, maybe when India tours over there, he, he'll be selective uh, in his shots. But I feel that uh, taking well, on the spinner. You, you, you say that, Naman, but he, he scored um, on the last tour of England that India did. Rishabh Pant, I can remember taking the England team down one day. Yes, I agree. But uh, right now, what we are seeing in the current England team are all on the defensive end. We saw what Crawley tried to do coming out of the crease and he trying to hit out of the ground. I feel that uh, Butler's and also Bairstow, not to be mistaken here, these kind of players need to watch out and be selective in their innings and not staying inside the crease and just defending the deliveries is not going to be the idea out here. So I just feel that Josh, the presence of Josh Butler was much needed on this tour because uh, you might have seen something new of Josh Butler because you uh, players only reveal themselves uh, when they keep uh, playing, especially against likes of India, Australia. So I feel he was much needed on this tour. Yeah, I feel slightly the opposite of that, Naman, really. As I say, I think Josh Butler's got the shirt and when they start again in the summer in England, Josh Butler should be the keeper for England. But I think Josh Butler's actually probably dodged a bullet by not playing in that second and third test match I think his keeping might have been shown up a little bit more Ben Folks was terrific but I don't think Joss Butler's in the same league and I think against the spinning ball Joss Butler would have struggled just like all the all the other England batsmen so I think he's maybe stocked risen a little bit by not playing and that sometimes happens in international cricket we'll never know I'm sure Joss Butler would have fancied his chances if he played the second third and fourth test match but because of the rotation policy England have that hasn't been on their cards it's that Badger style Thank you very much indeed to Black Rat Cricket for their support of these podcasts. And they've joined forces with the Badger. It's the Rat and the Badger giving you a fantastic opportunity to win a classic bat. That bat could be yours. It's between 2.09 to 2.11 pounds. Butterfly, willow, handmade, UK made, and it'll come to your door, knocked in and ready to go for the season ahead. If you want to win that cricket bat and score some runs with Black Rack Cricket this summer, we need you to do three things. You need to be following the at cricket underscore badger Twitter feed. You need to be following at Black Rat Cricket on Twitter too. And then you need to email the answer of this question to james at cricketbadgerpod.com. Which player scored a double century in the first test match of the current India versus England series? Which player scored a double century for England in the current India versus England test match series? Send that answer and your name and address to james at cricketbadgerpod.com. Don't forget, you need to be following at cricket underscore badger and at black rat cricket on Twitter. Good luck, everybody. That bat could be yours. The draw will be made after the final one day game in this current India versus England series. Blackratcricket.com. Handmade English willow bats. They do have a cashmere range for bats 0 to 4. 
starter kit all the way to pro level kit. They're based in Yorkshire. There is team wear available and there is a new signature range coming soon in February. Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket. Now, and the, the the England team selection. I'm. I was. I said yesterday. I was a bit perplexed by the setup, going with the extra batsman, just playing two seam bowlers. It seemed to me to be another situation where they misread the pitch a little bit. They expected it to be like the third test match track, and they picked a team for the third test, not the fourth test. And we saw today. I thought two terrific sessions from England after being bowled out for two hundred five yesterday. England could have been absolutely battered out of the equation in the uh, first part of the second day, but they really stuck to their plans I thought Stokes' 10 over stint was heroic I thought Jimmy Anderson continued his good spells um, and showed his class England really stuck to their task in those first two sessions and I think they, they edged both the team selection situation by the time they got into that third session it was a longer third session as well it was 38 degrees out there Stokes was absolutely knackered Jimmy Anderson was not far behind him and Jerry Root had nobody else to throw the ball to Yes, sir. This exactly uh, what I thought when the team was out, and I feel where is the another fast bowler, and uh, this is the not the th- third. This is I feel the third time they have misread this pitch, and uh, obviously you need to have all the resources in your uh, team because at the end of the day you are also rotating your players, and you are talking about the workloads a bowler need to have, and you are then giving chances to other bowlers. Uh, so I feel Anderson Anderson has bowled his heart out today all, along with. With, uh, Stokes and absolutely uh, one more bowler was uh, needed over here and uh, then you are giving best yes he went for runs he bowls uh, one off delivery every over but he is only going to learn so he also did not bowl that much so somewhere I feel that the planning of uh, the team is not correct and also what I realized today is uh, like whenever England travels to special, uh, special in the Asian condition last player I remember was only Gary Balance so I feel the players to play Ambledania or maybe Aksar Patel when the ball is coming inside I feel the le- where are the left-handers in their middle order we only have Ben Stokes have maybe Rory Burns in the opening slot so I feel somewhere especially when they are uh, touring Asian they need to have one or two left-handers which might be a revelation for themselves so I feel overall they really need to look about their squad what they are bringing to especially in Asia also the team selection I was not happy as we had discussed it's a strange one Raj isn't it that you you get um, England resting and rotating resting Jimmy Anderson at times and resting Stuart Broad at times and Ben Stokes has had a bit of time off too because he plays all format and he'll be around for the white ball stuff at the end of this series as well it kind of yeah, it's all very well resting everybody but then you play just two seamers and you grind them into the dirt today that's not potentially looking after your main assets of Jimmy Anderson particularly that's not fair uh, on Jimmy Anderson and Stokes you know like Naman mentioned that Jimmy Anderson and Stokes both gave their heart out today especially in the first two sessions you know when they consistently bowled those good lines and good lengths that's when you know they troubled India the most and you know England has to look forward you know especially these away test series you know with a lot of importance because before coming to this series you know they gave a sense uh, that they were not really interested in this series and since they had these 
three major white ball tournaments coming in the next three years. More emphasis was given to the white ball tournaments than this uh, crucial test series, which I feel is similar to the Ashes. I wonder, you know, if they would rest players in, in such important series like the Ashes. It, it is I, I, don't think, I don't think you need to wonder, Raj. The answer is no, they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah they wouldn't. So, exactly. That's why I do not understand the strategy of not fielding your best 11, especially in a crunch-crunch series like this in India, especially overseas. Uh, because I feel for Joe Root, the captain as well because it's a strange situation because Owen Morgan gets the team that he wants because preferably you know there are three white ball tournaments three major white ball championships coming in three years but Joe Root you know does not get his best 11 the likes of Moen Ali has to go back home Josh Butler is not part of the 11 because of the rotation policy you know they have to stick to one fast bowler at a time and also you know the selection which was not not uh, spot on this series at all if you are resting and rotating it puts added pressure on your selection doesn't it at the 11 you've got to get that right and England in the third test match and fourth test match patently haven't got it right absolutely and in fact the test match uh, the 11 that they selected uh, for this test you know was much suited for the third ping ball test because that had an extra spinner and an extra batter which they would have needed in the third test uh, the selection that they made in the third test wouldn't they have would have needed it in the fourth test so they literally you know uh, misread the pitch uh, horribly and they fell short of a bowler and maybe some Someone like an Oli Stone, who was very good in the second test, would have come in handy here or maybe even abroad. I was talking to a friend of mine actually yesterday about exactly what you just said about Joe Root not getting the team that he would ideally want. Yeah, he's going to be judged by his performances this year as test captain. And as, as such, you want to have the best team at your disposal. I can totally see why they are resting players and getting them out of the bubble and giving them a chance to recharge mentally. I've got no issue with that at all. But I just think it's when you do that and it's the message you send to the opposition a little bit by taking the likes of a Joss Butler out of this series because despite the fact that I don't think there's probably too much advantage from my side of things from Butler to Stokes India do um, and India will be buoyed by the fact that Joss Butler is at home sitting on his backside for three test matches waiting to come back out to play the white ball stuff I was talking to that, that friend yesterday saying yeah Jarrut Jer- maybe needs to grow a pair is probably a bit unfair but, you know, he needs to probably bang his fist on the table a few more times and say yeah this isn't right we talked about prioritising test cricket in England I want the team I want you know it would be a little bit petulant in, in, in that respect right that also you know comes a lot from your personality I think because Root as a personality you know is maybe a little reserved at least he appears to be reserved from the outset and Owen Morgan even though he looks very reserved and calm in the centre of the pitch but from the outset you know he looks like a personality who's very dominant and would want things his way so in that sense you know Joe Root would need to learn a thing or two from the Owen Morgan school, uh, book of thoughts that you know he has to be very strong in wanting the team that he wants and coming back to Josh Butler you know I, I disagree with you James a bit because even though you know he would have not performed up to his full potential in the test circuit yet but still you know he's the only player in that uh, England 11 who know who couldn't take the attack to the Indian yeah Indians. but when has he done that and when has he done that Raj because you look down his 50 odd appearances in, in an England shirt I can't remember more than maybe twice where he's actually been on the front foot and been attacking an opposition I completely agree with you you know he has not delivered up to his potential but, but who do you see in this in England setup you know who could take uh, this attack to the Indians can Ben Fokes do that Ben Fokes is an exceptional gloves well, if, if you if you're just looking at the keeper role Ben Folks averages more in first class cricket than Josh Butler does and he's a better keeper so there is the argument to say yeah because because you, you scroll on to um, another test match against India in the summer or in the Ashes there's a chance early on in the in the piece where Virat Kohli stroke Steve Smith is stumped by a Ben Folks 
and the chance goes begging to a Joss Butler and the Virat Kohli or the Steve Smith goes on to get 250 because both are more than capable of doing that. You lose the test match in that instance. The keeper can win you a test match, can't he, by taking those prize scalps. Right. You know, this is the exact argument that we had, you know, in Indian media, you know, all these years about Riddhiman Saha versus Rishabh Pant. But then I think, James, you also need to look at uh, things like, you know, who is a potential match winner in your side? Is Joss Butler a Butler a match winner with the bat? I think yes. But he's been a potential match winner for 50 tests matches though and he hasn't actually won that many and I think that's why I said earlier that I'd love to see him actually look at Rishabh Pant's performance in this this well over the last sort of eight months and actually think right I can do that yeah this is yeah, I can play a defensive role if I need to I can dig my side out of trouble there's no doubt that Joss Butler's done that at times but I can also go up through the gears a little bit because that Rishabh Pant innings today Raj was a really good example of a batsman who played the scoreboard played the situation and went through the gears and he displayed all five six gears in his car today didn't they? Absolutely. You know, Joss Butler, like I said before as well, you know, he's not lived up to his potential and maybe 50 tests is too uh, large a sample size, you know, to come to conclusion that, you know, he is not delivered yet. But um, looking at this lineup, uh, and I don't see anybody other than Joss Butler, you know, who could take the attack to the Indians. Maybe, you know, all what you needed is a 30-40 cameo, you know, which would which could unsettle uh, Aksar and Ashwin because there was folks, you know, uh, Stokes who showed a bit of intent in the middle when he was batting. But other than that, you know, other than Stokes, maybe Bearstow is capable of, you know, uh, putting India into defensive mode. Maybe, you know, Josh Butler could have done that with his 30-40 cameos. But like you said, you know, he's not as good as a wicketkeeper as Ben Fuchs. But if you, the more you play Butler, you know, the better he's going to get with the gloves. Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at Manscaped.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin-safe performance. Compact design. Advanced engineering. Ceramic blade. Waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers. Revivers. Preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com. Quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com. Get on there now. Now, man, Don Bess had a difficult day today. Um, he's had a difficult few weeks, hasn't he? Bless him. I really like Don Bess. I've seen him at close quarters. I've spoken to him. I think he's got a bit about him. I, I, you know, he's only 23 and he's got a big, big future. If England look after him, um, he can get better and he can bat, he can field and he can bowl spin. But he's had a tough few weeks, you know, just mentally. You look at what he's had to go through. Um, he played quite nicely in Sri Lanka, picked up wickets. He played quite nicely in the first test match. People said he was lucky, but he still took wickets. Nobody would suggest that he's the finished article. But then you see Moen Ali preferred to him in the second test match. Then you see Moen Ali asked to stay on because they didn't rate Don Best and they wanted Moen Ali to play instead. And then they have to go back to him for this four test match. And he looks a little bit shot at the moment, mentally to me. He looks like he's not quite sure whether people love him or or, or don't love him. He bowled a few good balls today. He bowled some terrible balls today. Um, and he got a bit unlucky at times, I felt, as well as a few sort of balls skied over the infield that could on another day have taken a wicket but Don Best to me looks like he's a little bit scarred 
by the last few weeks at the moment yes and uh, to be honest it is also hard on him and uh, playing only one test and this is going to be his second test uh, when only two spinners traveled along with moin ali who was supposed to return after the second test and uh, to be honest uh, moin ali in the red ball i am not a quite fan of him and uh, yes the pressure took uh, on him uh, we i can clearly see dombes in a a bit of pressure pressure he is not bowling right now what he bowled in the first test itself and this happens when you drop the spinner right away when after performing good and not only with the spinning option he also is also a good batsman out there he he, he can stay over there he has a good defensive technique so uh, you have to build a road map uh, for spinners like this and it's not just one or two matches he's only going to improve once he plays 15 to 20 matches and uh, he is a uh, not maybe very good but uh, he has been decent enough uh, yes uh, jack leach is the one who has troubled indian batsmen more uh, than uh, dom bez but uh, he is only going to improve but the major thing over here is england needs to stick with him and uh, not just go for another spinner also it depends how they are seeing moin ali uh, going forward with the red ball because if not moin ali then definitely they should stick with moin with dom bes uh, for a year or two um, dom bes is 23 jack leach is 29 not far off 30 graham swan who's probably the, the best england spinner in recent times i think he was about 28 when he made his england test debut so dom bes has played a lot of test cricket before any of these jack, the jack leachs or graham swan's got anywhere near the test match side england will go back to england in the summer obviously to play test matches against new zealand in india every chance that england will probably only go with one spinner in uh, the majority if not all of those test matches it looks like jack leach is going to be the preferred option in that regard and um, because he's bowled very nicely nothing against jack leach at all in this in this but so dombes goes back to yorkshire it's it's important naman isn't it that they give him the right message because otherwise you potentially getting to australia in the, the following winter where england maybe at certain pitches looked to bowl two spinners if don bess is going to be one of those they need to kind of carefully manage him and make him feel loved through the summer don't they 100% then yes uh, it is important uh, uh, very well said over there because over here age is going to matter he is only a young uh, lad over there uh, who is into his second test match of the series and he performed nicely in the first test so it's important to back him uh, going ahead in the summer when it starts for england so yes as i mentioned earlier the road map needs to be uh, described out here how the way they are going to handle dom bes if you see washington sundar over here he was a backup uh, for ashwin it's not that he is the frontline spinner in few test matches he didn't even bowl over there so they could also use dom bes as a cover maybe if they are finding if any other spinner because he is a good batsman as well and he could turn out to be a good night watchman uh, so there is a lot of potential out there he is just 23 as we have mentioned so sidelining him is just not an option you need to judge him after 3 to 4 years when they are again going to tour uh, sri lanka and india is obviously going to be a good uh, bowler I think with Don Bass they've invested obviously a lot of time and effort into him they've seen something there he's maybe not quite delivered to the extent that they want him to but that investment needs to be valued a little bit no point in just kind of discarding him putting him in the dustbin and not going back to him again because he's learned a lot you know sometimes you in in life you learn more from the tough times than you do from the good times and over the last few weeks he's been tested he's gone through a bit he's seen the indian pitches he knows what to expect so next time england go to a spinning place whether it's india or pakistan or bangladesh wherever dombes has got a little bit in the memory bank now and knows what to expect and knows what's required of him and that maybe stands him in good stead and i think you know just to kind of say well dombes we're going to shelve you now i mean that 
hopefully that's Yorkshire's gained, my county, because he's there at Yorkshire now and hopefully he gets a good run in that Yorkshire side and picks up loads of wickets for Yorkshire. But hopefully England look after him carefully because I think Don Bess is somebody to be just nurtured and cherished and not to be kind of vilified and, and cast aside. Let's get on to India's side of stuff, Raj. I mean, we talked about Rishabh Pant. We could talk about him for hours because that, you know, it's worthy of that because that innings today was absolutely ridiculously good. Rohit Sharma, very solid, played very sensibly for a Rohit Sharma test innings because we're kind of more accustomed to him blazing along a, a little bit faster lick. But I mean, if you're going to be critical of, of India, they're in a very solid position in this test match, but the runs from Virat Kohli, the runs from Rahani, the runs from Pajara have dried up. They're being saved today by Rohit Sharma and Rishabh Pant, aren't they? You know, the runs from Rahane and Pujara, you know, uh, Indian fans are slightly, you know, getting used to it, which is not a good sign because Rahane and Pujara are known to, you know, get those uh, match-winning innings a bit here and there and some, and then go off colour, say, for the next couple of tests and especially with Rahane, you know, in spinning conditions. Uh, I would have liked to see Hardik Pandya in for uh, Rahane in this test match but that is not going to happen because Rahane is our vice captain and is going to stay our vice captain for the next few series as well uh, but uh, coming back to you know Kohli's form Pujara's form and Rahane's form you know those are uh, not so good signs but that goes to show you know that India has not played up to their full potential and had they played up to their full potential you know they would have not uh, ended in a position that they were maybe just a session back uh, but these are also good signs that the Washington Sundars the Rishabh Pans, uh, and especially Rohit Sharma is stepping up in test cricket and making his own now. You know, Rohit Sharma just two years ago, you know, all were uh, a little skeptical about, you know, Rohit Sharma playing crucial test innings. But the last one and a half years has been fantastic for him and especially at home conditions. The only two tests that he played in Australia also, you know, he looked very calm and composed for the short stay that he had at his crease, maybe the 30s and the 40s that he scored, you know, he looked very assured something changed within Rohit Sharma you know, ever since the birth of his child so ever since the birth of his child you know Rohit Sharma is a much more happier and a calmer person and you can see uh, with his decisions uh, that he makes on the field for the Mumbai Indians and the way he bats now you know he's he looks very assured there might be a few technical glitches here and there Rohit Sharma was not known to play well against the moving ball but now you see a different Rohit Sharma especially you know the way Anderson and Stokes bowled in the morning in the first and the second session relentless lines you know Sharma was just leaving those good length balls. Yeah, he, looked, he, he looked really good. He looked, he looked as composed as yeah. anybody in this test match, didn't he? Against, you know, Jimmy Anderson bowled a really good spell and so did Ben Stokes and Rohit Sharma looked pretty decent against both. I, I mean, what you just said there, effectively the nappy factor for Rohit Sharma, I was thinking in this test series that we might see that from Virat Kohli because often somebody that has a baby suddenly relaxes a little bit, thinks other things are more important and it frees them up at the crease and Virat hasn't quite clicked, has he, this series? That's only the second series. I, I tweeted earlier it was the only series it's the second series that he scored two ducks in and the other one was against England in England Virat will be looking at this his own form it's been a while since he scored 100 as well he, he, he'll he be hoping that when come the summer in England he can kick on and, and get back to the Virat Kohli that we were hoping to see in the Test Arena Right a little over 12 months you know and we have not seen a century from Virat Kohli well you know we, he had two 70s uh, this series and you know he looked, looked very very good in those 70s that he scored you know he looked very assured of the crease and that's you know one of the best that Virat has ever looked uh, you know people would argue but coming back to you know the kind of standards or the ridiculous standards that he has set for himself you know you whenever you know you see two ducks in a series and you see that you know Virat Kohli is slightly out of form but that is not the case you know he's uh, he's getting uh, the right scores at the right time and he's performing well for the team it's just a matter
matter of time that you know he has those three magical figures under his name and i also expected you know after the after his baby you know virat kohli would uh, luck would shine upon him and you would get a series of consistent scores but doesn't look like it at the moment and maybe in the next series you know he'll try to compensate for it maybe the nappy factor thing the with virat kohli i mean rohit sharma is quite a phlegmatic character isn't he he's a bit more laid back he looks like it would take a lot to rile rohit sharma um, whereas virat kohli is so intense and so passionate and so heart on his sleeve that maybe the nappy factor doesn't affect Virat Kohli because he's so intense anyway a baby's not going to make any difference to his personality <laughs> that was that was absolutely right you know after his marriage to Anushka you know Anushka has had a lot of influence on Virat as a personality and the aggressive Brad that Virat was when he started off cricket you know he has you would argue James but uh, he has gotten better he has gotten more calmer uh, as a person Virat uh, and you know you would expect that from the birth of his baby as well that Virat would turn a much calmer person but the kind of energy or fireball that he brings to this uh, indian cricket and the kind of personality that he is on the field you know it looks like you know he's charged up and riled up all the time but you know it's just going to get better and it's just a matter of time that you know he gets scoring and once he scores you know the hundreds will come in bundle now man looking at the match situation here i mean as an england fan looking at the uh, the scoreboard at tea time you're thinking hmm England get a few wickets straight after the, the tea break and this is really game on even a first innings lead was possible at one stage when England were bowling well they just ran out of gas didn't they they hit Rishabh Pant when Rishabh Pant decided to counter attack against them Washington Sunder played beautifully as well the lead that India have um, at close of play today on a track that it's not that easy to score on despite what Rishabh Pant's done 89 runs is a lot of runs to be ahead with wickets remaining for India to continue tomorrow yes I feel we saw everything uh... today what a test match should have wickets defense attack everything all the flavors of test matches were seen today the bowlers more uh, stokes and anderson were exhausted today we saw it with the new ball when uh, stokes and anderson both started so i feel rishabh pant just took advantage of it uh, but overall yes i feel that they had the platform they fought well in the first two sessions but uh, rishabh pant uh, didn't go for runs right uh, from the start he waited and waited this is the maturity we are seeing uh, from the australian tour where he also chased that mammoth total we saw this is not going for every ball overall i feel yes uh, it was balanced till the second session but uh, i feel more 50 runs uh, from here i don't think so this test match is going far more ahead uh, to the fourth day tomorrow the result should be out don't want to talk about pitches again too much all the talk about the third test match pitch i thought that was a poor pitch because the ball was far too much on top of the bat for various reasons not just the pitch but the pink ball and various other things i'd equally say that 850 plays 750 in the first innings is a poor test match it might go 5 days but it's so one dimensional it gets boring after a while you just watch batsmen score runs and the bowlers have no chance i thought today now man that is what a test match should look like you know the, the first two days really if you bat well on that track you get runs we've seen 50s we've seen rishabh pant do what he did if you bat well you can score runs on that track if you bowl well you'll take wickets on that track that's what a proper test match looks like exactly james but uh, i just feel that uh, it is called test cricket for a reason and uh, in a way we are so much used to white ball cricket is uh, that i just like it when the batsmen are tested out there when whether it is a spinner whether whether it is swing bowler or maybe the fast bowlers i just love when the batsmen are not able to score out there because it's too much of sixes and boundaries over there and this is the reason why 
test matches are not lasting for five days because there is hardly any defensive technique out there. Uh, every fifth ball or sixth ball, you will see a batsman going for a boundary and sixes. You won't see what we saw today. Uh, 14 overs and 16 runs were only scored. Uh, this is another revelation of Rohit Sharma. Also, we I have never seen him so patient uh, out there. So uh, overall. Yes, I kind of like this uh, pitches where the bowlers are are having. They are dictating the terms. It's not just the batsmen are having uh, coming and scoring double hundreds and hundreds so easily. So this is the only reason why uh, the test matches are not lasting more days. And I feel this in a way it is not good for test match cricket. But yes, the bowlers are dictating terms in test match cricket. And overall, yes, it is a good pitch as we uh, you have mentioned correctly. Today we saw everything what a test match should have. Raj, you look at the the lead that India have going into day three. Looks a pretty commanding lead, and the way England have been batting in this series, yeah, they've struggled to get past two hundred to two hundred. Even if India lost all three wickets straight away tomorrow, and the lead was only maybe a hundred going into the uh, England innings, England would have to bat better than they have done recently to put into India under any pressure. So it looks like India are probably going to get quite a convincing win. But I've been critical of this series a little bit in that the other three Test matches have been quite one sided. This Test match. Despite the fact that it might end up being a convincing win for India, hasn't been one-sided because England have landed some blows as well along the way. I've been really pleased to see England how they responded today. This is a good Test match track. This is a good Test match. It's like I say, Naman mentions the, the term Test cricket. It's a test. You know, all of the batsmen are being tested out there. You know, some of them are coming through, some of them are failing. All of the bowlers are being tested as well. They're not getting it all their own way as well. It's thoroughly enjoyed both days of this Test match. Whereas, to be honest, the third Test match, despite the fact that I love Test cricket, that turned me off a bit. Absolutely, you know, this uh, Test match, especially, you know, uh, there was even contest between bat and bowl, and I also agree that you know the third Test match, you know, turned me off a bit as well. Uh, but coming to this fourth Test, you know, you, you saw, you know, you saw early wickets, you know, so batsmen grinding it out to make make it very difficult for batsmen to get runs from this pitch. Uh, the fast bowlers getting some movement initially, especially the way Siraj and Ishan bowled initially, and also Stokes and Anderson. So fast bowler had something, uh, some juice in the wicket for them to exploit. You know, you could see a little bit of reverse swing as well. The one Stokes got uh, Rohit Sharma out for. Uh, then you had uh, a lot of spin as well for uh, the likes of Leach, Ashwin, and Aksar. So overall, you know, more exciting contest between bat and ball and like Test cricket, like you said, Test uh, actual test of character is tested within Test cricket, and this shows the actual test of character. And it was a much exciting and a riveting contest to watch. It, it might be over in three days. You know, if England don't make a fist of it tomorrow, India could easily win it. Within three days, certainly within four, and that isn't five-day cricket, which is what I was talking about. Come the third Test match, but it's proper Test cricket, and if it ends in three days, so be it. It's been a thoroughly engaging com- contest, and I thoroughly enjoyed every ball today. You score runs out there, you earn them. You take wickets out there, you earn them. That's what Test cricket's supposed to be about. India ahead, though. Come the end of day two, thanks to Rishabh Pant. What an innings from him! He is coming of age as a cricketer in front of our very eyes. I mean, one final point very quickly, Raj, because um, we've only got a couple of minutes left. Um, we've seen some of the riches that uh, and the status of Indian players in that country. You can become a megastar, can't you? The Tendulkar's, the Kohli's, the Donies. Rishabh Pant can't be too far away if he continues doing that. Absolutely. And the way, you know, Rishabh Pant started off his IPL career, I think in 2018, you know, he had a fantastic season with the Delhi Daredevils, uh, sorry, the, the Delhi Capitals. And, uh, you know, it started off on a very great note and, you know, Delhi Capitals, you know, also retained him for a mega, mega amount. So he was on the path of superstardom, especially with the IPL franchises that he played in. But the last 
last year or two, you know, has been not that great for Rishabh Pant, and also people were wanting his head because he was not very calm, or they they labeled him as a slogger. The last six months has been fantastic for Rishabh Pant as a cricketer, and what a turnaround it has been for him, especially and, and, and the series again, in Australia. And again, Raj, yeah, the Dumbess kind of parallel. I'm not saying Dumbess is on the same sort of trajectory as Rishabh Pant, but yeah, you learn from the tough times as well as the good times. And Rishabh Pant has obviously done that. He's understanding his game. He's understanding what Test cricket is all about, and that innings of 101 from him today was superb to watch. Raj and Naman, thank you as always for joining me. Everybody out there, entertained today. I was. Hopefully, you have been too. This is Test cricket at its very best. A very, very good side being taken on by an England side, maybe struggling to find their mojo completely, but they did well for two sessions today. But Rishabh Pant took it away towards the end. Looking forward to day three. We'll be back again tomorrow with another edition of this podcast. I've been James, the Cricket Badger, and I will see you then. Thanks for listening. We will be back every day during England's tour of India. Get in touch on at cricket underscore badger on Twitter. We hope you are enjoying the cricket. See you again tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network.